Welcome to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM Channel 141, featuring celebrities, fashion, lifestyle, beauty, and hot topics. I'd like to welcome to the show the one, the only, the fabulous Miss Vivica A. Fox. There's a good old saying, early bird catches the worm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that check. I'm Michael Eric Dyson here. My sidekick, my homeboy, Mr. Darnell Perkins. Hi, handsome. How are you, my love? <laughs> hey, it's Vanessa Williams. Tune in to my dear friend show, Paul Wharton, only on Sirius XM Channel 141. Hi, everybody. It's Jennifer Lewis. Yes, the mother of Black Hollywood. And I want you all to listen to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM Channel 141. <laughs> hey, fabulous people, and welcome to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM Channel 141. I'm Paul Wharton, and it's a new decade, and we're still so happy to be coming to you from the full-service radio studio at the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. And as always, the fabulous Alexia is in the booth holding me down. Hey, Alexia. Hey, Paul. Happy 2020. Happy 2020, baby. (laughs) And it wouldn't be a fabulous new year without my favorite person in the world, my friend, my homeboy, the ultimate host, Mr. Darnell Perkins, in studio with me. Hey, Darnell. Hi, darling. Welcome back, darling. <laughs> Welcome back. There's always a little <laughs> bit of shade with that. It's just a, just a very little bit. So we're kicking off a new year with a renewed sense of motivation, some personal goals, and we're going to get right into all of that. But first, you know, I haven't seen Darnell. I need to know, how was your new year, Darnell? My new year was fine, darling, but I was here in D.C. You've been doing a lot, a lot of traveling. I want to hear all about it. I've been running around. I want to hear all about it. Well, you know, we finished the year on a high note with the holiday special. Yes. So we did a show you all called A Fabulous Holiday with Paul Wharton and Friends. And it aired um, the week of Christmas, and it came out really great. If you want to watch it even now just to see what we were up to, you can go on my YouTube channel and check that out. And after that, it was on and popping. I mean, we headed out to my mom's for Christmas. Yes. We had to go and light up them five Christmas trees. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Hey, wait a minute. Did you take the stuff down already? Oh, my God. I haven't been back out there. Oh, wow. You know, I was gone from my own place from, what, December 18th or something? Yeah. And I just got back a couple days ago. I know you did. And then you all went over to Whoopi. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, lots of fun. My mom threw her first party for her neighbors in Delaware. We, we did that. It was- I know you did. I know. I know. I know you did. You know, it's, it's interesting how... All these people have moved there from New Jersey and New York and D.C. and Maryland, whatever, and they want to get a tax break. And these older people don't want to move into a retirement community because it's not. They built these new homes and they're beautiful houses. And they're big. Yeah, they're kind of big. (laughs) They're big. And they all kind of live there. But there's a lot of people my mom's age. That is so good. She's got some really good friends. That is good. That is is a good thing. But quick question. When do we take down 
Christmas deck. My 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 tree and my wreaths, everything is still up. The thrill is gone. Okay, so I think the thrill is gone. Um, I think the best time to take them down is the first week of January. Okay. You know, you leave it up through New Year's Day. Okay. But after that, I mean, you yes. know, still lighting a Christmas tree on the fourth and fifth of January. I don't know. So over the weekend, that's what I'll do. I'll just take. Go get the boxes and, and put all that the ornaments and lights and all that stuff. Now, did you go big time this year? Did no. you put everything up? No, 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 no. Did no. you do a tree? Very small tree. Okay. My champagne tree. I should yes. Oh, yeah, it. the champagne tree. My little champagne tree. Real small, being creative. And I did a couple reefs and a poinsettia in the foyer. And that was it, actually. Wow. But you know what? Less is more. It was mm-hmm. really pretty. It mm-hmm. was It was just what I needed. Um, it was very holiday-ish when you walked in, and uh, you know I don't know if I'm going to ever go back to doing all of that, especially when I have to do all of that by myself, because it's hard to find people to help on Christmas Day and with all of the holiday parties and things. It was, it was just a lot, but it was enough. Yeah. It was enough. It's really interesting because, you know, we start putting up our holiday decorations at my mom's on November 1st. I know. I remember. And we didn't finish until the day her friends came, which was after Christmas. Really? We were still putting... <laughs> Oh, wow. We were still decorating on December, like, 28th. <laughs> but you all do, but you all really, really, really do, like, a whole Christmas, yeah. like, a whole Christmas thing. Uh, where you're doing, like, more festive. than one tree. You're putting Christmas uh, ornaments and decorations on the second floor, on the plat, on the, what's that? Is that <laughs> the, the mezzanine? The, me- <laughs> the mezzanine. Oh, my God. Uh, rich, you. rich people. <laughs> Reminds me of that Dave Chappelle show. No. They should have never gave you a blah, blah, money. <laughs> That's interesting. So who's going to... Take it all down? Who's going to help you take... But th- so did you all have help? Did you and no. your mom just kind of put it up? We put it up. That's good. And, so it, and also, it, during the holidays, it really does... It brings family and people together. It does. It really does. In more ways than one. So that's Now, what we do for most of the trees, our little secret, and we talked about this before. We just cover them up with plastic. When my mom was here, we talked about that. Yes. We just, we literally put, but there's one tree that's like 12 feet tall. So, I mean, that tree has to come apart. Yeah. It's a big white tree. We got to take that, take that apart and take all the bulbs off of that one. So there will be some work involved, but we could get it done in a couple of days. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. We'll get it done in a couple of days. But you know, last weekend we launched the dress for success DC program show real resilience at the Capital one cafe in Georgetown. Yes. You remember I talked yes, to you talk, about yeah, this. Absolutely. So that program involved women that have been justice involved. I started working with capital one a few months ago. They've been a phenomenal partner and they introduced me to the people at Dress for Success DC. So for those of you that don't know about Dress for Success, um, since its founding in 1997 in a New York City church basement, Dress for Success has helped empower women to achieve economic independence by providing professional attire and a network of support and development tools which enable women to thrive in work and in life. So through support of Dress for Success programs, including the Going Places Network, Professional Women's Group, Career Center, and more, Capital One invests in the lives and futures of thousands of women as they work to unleash their potential and build their careers. Awesome. Their Capital One cafes are a proud partner of 18 Dress for Success affiliates across the country. In 2019, their investment in Dress for Success supported women as they pursued their dreams and careers. So their Dress for Success partnership also comes to life as Capital One is the official financial empowerment and sustainability partner of Dress for Success, 
providing critical financial education and tools to both clients and the leaders at the helm of local affiliates all across the world. So we launched the big event. Awesome. It was a phenomenal success Aww. at the Capital One Cafe in Georgetown. That's over at 3150 M Street. And I'm just so proud of all these women. They have taken the stigma attached to women that have been justice involved. Yes. Um, women that have served time is what that means. Okay. And they've come out. They've sought out Dress for Success. They found each other. They found employment. And this program was really about highlighting um, the fact that they, how, how they're thriving and how they're reformed and how they've, they've found this group. Yes. You, you know? And, and not only that, um, it, finding the group is great, but also I know you spend a lot of time yeah. um, and your resources in helping mm-hmm. uh, with Dress for Success. So a lot of that, so that matters. So, you know, you can be involved, but unless we as um, people that are in the community that can help with programs like Dress for Success, you know, they it, it, it really takes community involvement. It really does. Uh-huh. It, it takes community involvement in order for them to really, really, because it's a, it's a, um, what's the correct word? It's a, it's, it's a package. Yeah. It's a, they need, they need, they need not just the clothes, not just the clothes, but just the, the whole, the Absolutely. living, the, how do you do the interview? It's more than it's, just the clothes. It's more than just the clothes. And Dress yeah. for Success is more than just the clothes. Yes. You know, from um, career coaching to all sorts of skills and training, just just about how to live yes. and and thrive. So they're doing really well. You can check them out actually on paulwartonstyle.com. We have kind of a recap of that day and a great video. So definitely check that out. I was actually speaking of Whoopi, um, you know, so I went there for New Year's Eve. Let yes. me tell you about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So Whoopi has a book that came out in September called The Unqualified Hostess. Yes. So Whoopi wrote that book because people don't expect her for one. I told you that. And second, <laughs> black women sometimes to really know how to entertain on that level. You know, they think that that's for the Martha Stewart's of the world. You think? No, I'm talking about publicly. I'm okay, thinking yeah. about what the media puts out. Yes. It's like what we see when we see a homemaker is we see Betty Crocker. That wasn't no sister. You know, we had B. Smith with style. And, you know, unfortunately, we don't have her in that capacity anymore. Yeah. But people were always surprised when they would go to Whoopi's and see how she entertains. But I don't, when I, when I think of that, I don't look at it as being because of her color. I'm thinking Whoopi just does not appear to be that person that will set up like these really gorgeous tapes. Because I saw the book. You showed, yeah. As soon as you got back, you was like, oh my God, you got to see this book. Yeah. And I'm looking in the book and I'm like, wow, she really has great pieces. Like she has really great things. Um, I just didn't see, I didn't connect that with with, with Exactly. Whoopi. Because you think, when, listen, when you think about black, yes. like, I, you think about your, like, Aunt Vera and all those, yeah. I know your family. Yeah. And I think, like, my aunties and stuff, and they definitely, like, now, that's one thing they <laughs> did know how to do, um, is set a table and yeah. make a really pretty table and that, and that kind of thing. Um, but kudos to, uh, to Whoopi. I was actually going through that book during the holiday. It's beautiful, it, isn't it? It's beautiful. 
It's amazing. As a matter of fact, tell Whoopi we want to host a little something there. I think we should. We absolutely should. <laughs> With her stuff. So. I don't have to bring a thing. She has lots and lots and lots of beautiful pieces. She really pieces. does. And what I like about the book, um, she used different, it's not your typical, everything has to match. It's like, but once it's all on that table, it's just, it's breathtaking. Yeah, she says it's that. She's not looking for perfection. She's just looking to have a good time. And also, who's going to tell you you're wrong? (laughs) Who? And this is kind of like in our business. When you're on stage or if you're doing something where you're following a script, you forget the words. Just play it off. (laughs) Who's going to say you're wrong? Absolutely. You know, if you're entertaining and you've invited people into your home, um, you're serving them a meal. And then, you know, you just you do it your way. Listen, you know our motto. Yes. You know what we do. And, and and we had this conversation, and this is for you out there and, and the listening out there in the series. Um, this is something that we have been practicing through 19. Um, every day we wake up is a celebration. So you can wake up and you can either decide to be depressed. You can, be, you can decide to worry about problems or worry about situations. But Paul and I, we decided that every day we wake up, it's a celebration. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It does not have to be New Year's. It doesn't have to be your birthday. It can be Tuesday. And he will call me or I will call him. It can be Wednesday. Sweetie, so um, what are we doing today, darling? It's Wednesday. So you have to make it a yeah. celebration. And in celebrating, it can be over It can be over a turkey club sandwich in your sunroom uh, with some tomato soup and drinking some good wine or great champagne. Celebrating does not require uh, a really big, uh, a big table setup or a lot of people. It can just be you and your really good friend like my friend Paul. I love it. Wow. That's the nicest (laughs) thing you've ever said to me. Oh, please. I say nice things (laughs) to you all the time. But on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, it can be Monday. It can be Sunday. What? Ever, whatever day you wake up, yeah, it calls for a celebration. Yes, yeah, strive to live in the spirit of gratitude. Absolutely, in 2020. oh, absolutely, that's my thing, and it's been going well so far. What about yourself? It's been going pretty great for me too. Yeah. So I started the year off strong. You know, I've often talked about how much I like Mona Scott Young. Yes, I respect her work. Uh, she's the creator of Love and Hip Hop. For those of you that don't know, she was formerly a music manager, one of the biggest and best in the business, and she helped to really. Uh, boost and uh, get Cardi B out there and I pitched a show when I was out in LA and she made me an offer to be my partner on it oh wow so I'm, I'm excited. super excited about that we're negotiating that and I have you know all intentions on that deal working that's awesome now, is he going to be in, in, is he going to uh, have anything with like pulling hair and cussing each other out <laughs> no that's the thing and, it's a whole new oh, it's yeah. a whole new because I was going to say you can count you can count me out of that one <laughs> I'm not into pulling hair and calling people uh, bitches <laughs> um, you are too funny well I'm not oh you're and not you, huh? and you, and you're not either you know i know a lot of people are selling no, their little souls not, to the devil but you know we I'm, well i'm telling you i've saw i watched her shows yeah and then there is a bunch of oh you and then they they put they're throwing champagne on each other and they, they they're pouring water and hot and they yeah it's it's it, it, it's a lot people are entertained by that type of stuff but i just don't see you so it's going to be different than that this show is going to inspire the community this show is all about building people up 
and it involves some of my favorite things. You know, I love things in the home. So we're we're oh. getting into the home. We're remaking some people's houses. And it's just going to be a tearjerker and something that people are going to love to watch. You know what I do on Thursdays? What? You know I, what I, I volunteer with. Uh, yes, with tell me about that, actually. And uh, and speaking of, uh, of community, I volunteer on Thursdays. Uh, my, what I do, I actually go to seniors residences whether it's their private residence or senior living situations and i deliver fresh flowers i love it and if you saw the smiles on their faces and now they know they were like and then they call me their grandson they call me their nephew and they're like did my nephew darnell come did my grandson come or some of them they like kind of they figure that i'm a little older they say it's my son (laughs) did my son now, mind you, these are the ones that are like 97, and you walk in like, hey, great-grandma. I, I say, hey, mama. And, you know, I'm not, I've never been good with names, so you got to forgive me. Unless there's some names that I just cannot forget, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like uh, Miss Lumen King and, and uh, Miss Tillman and those people. Mm-hmm. But community is so important. And, I, and I, I think in 2020, that's definitely something that we, that we need, especially what's going on. Uh, in this in this world and what's going on in Iran and just it's yeah. just it's a lot going on and I just I I'm I'm happy that we teamed up to actually bring peace um, and to bring light in the midst of darkness and I'm so proud of you for that I think that's oh. awesome I think that's awesome thank you for that Darnell. so what do you, so tell me mm-hmm. so you already have a concept of what this show is going to be about yes okay I went out to L A you know I go a couple times a year and I pitched my shows around and this is one. Um, they got some traction, and Mona came back with that. But no, I already packaged it up. I attached talent to it. So, yeah, it's it's oh, ready wow. to go. Well, I'm going to have my people I'll call your people <laughs> to tell you what role I'll be in, and you can just discuss how much I'll be getting paid. I think that is absolutely wonderful, and I'm certainly open to that as well. And I've got a new project with Whoopi, which I can't wait to tell you. I won't tell everybody here yet until it goes a little further. But okay. We are developing a, a new project that I am super excited about. Really? Super excited about. Really? It's going to be my best yet. Oh. Yeah, I'm super happy. It blows my mind. I was just talking to my mom about this the other night, and I said, Mother, can you just stop for a minute? And she's like, okay, okay. I'm like, just stop. <laughs> How is it that these people that I used to idealize when I was coming up. Oh, look who's FaceTiming me, Jennifer Lewis. Hold on. Let me just, should, should we just, look. Jennifer, you're on, uh, I'm doing my radio show. Say hi to the people. Hello, everybody. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you know, I have been in surgery. Oh. I'll call you as soon as I get off the show. I love you. Ah. <laughs> oh my I'm God. in trouble. No, I love her. <laughs> I listen to her all the time. I love those. I don't want nobody <laughs> in the street. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Love, 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 Jennifer. Okay, so I was in the middle of saying uh-huh. how blown away I am that my friends are these iconic figures yes. that I used to sit in the living room Indian style, with my legs crossed, watching the TV, romanticizing, fantasizing, thinking, wow, how amazing these people are. I mean, I used to 
And then Jennifer, of course, calls. I used to watch her on Fresh Prince. Yes. I remember Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, she was just. Oh, just amazing. The stratosphere. Yes, absolutely. Ghost. Yeah. Color Purple. Just at all the award shows. Just an amazing the, the actress. Absolutely. Isn't it something? But, but, but Kendrick Spirits, like you all have the, it, it, it's bound to happen. Um, when, you, when, you, um, when you have the right spirit and you have the right energy, you're always going to get in tune with the, with the person that has a good spirit and, and the same energy. So it was bound to happen. And that's just a blessing. It was in your cards to, to just be who you are. I mean, look, you know me. Yeah. And so, you know, it's and I'm just right like, here. And you know how you came into my life? You came into my life um, for me really asking um, the universe for that kind of friend. Really? That kind of oh, friend. Oh, me too. Oh, absolutely. You know, this is so interesting, and I've thought about this a few times. When I was a kid, I got kind of bullied in school, and it's nothing that is stuck with me, but there is kind of there are lessons, and I do think of certain things back from that time. Yeah. But I got friends a little later in life. Like, my sister and I are two years and two days apart. Okay. She's, um, her birthday's October 14th. Mine's on the 16th. Hi, Holly. Hi, Holly. (laughs) So, my sister always had all the friends. And when she was feeling nice to me, she would let me tag along with her friends. Okay. So, I started to get friends a little later. Okay. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I had some, like, in sixth grade. And then in middle school, it was kind of, like, a little estranged again. And then later in high school, started to get friends. Well, when I became an adult, I, be- I got on MTV and I did all this. So then I became popular. Yes. So then I had a whole bunch of friends. Yes. So I started taking on. I was so happy to have friends, but I didn't realize it was a PTSD. Yes. <laughs> from not having friends. So as soon as somebody wanted to be my, okay, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. And before you knew it, I had like 100 friends and I was trying to keep up with all these people. And oh, my God, I had so many friends. Yeah. But they weren't the right they didn't have the right intention and it they weren't the right people they weren't the people that should have been in my life yes so it's taken me to be 40 years old to then figure out how to shed all of that confusion yes and i asked the universe for a friend of the heart for a brother and i got you (laughs) and i got you i'm serious oh my god that is so awesome yeah that is so awesome me on the other hand i had I had friends mm-hmm. um, growing up, or I thought that were friends. And I don't know if this is just me, um, and I don't know if this is something that goes on universal, but all of my friends were very stylish, very attractive, or if they weren't very attractive, they were very stylish and very smart. Mm-hmm. And I believe, and, 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 and really... You know, looking back, very superficial. Um, so looking back on it, it's a different situation, but almost the same situation. Okay. You may have gotten what I got earlier on, but you got them later on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that being said, I had to pray yeah. <laughs> to God yeah. um, to send to because you get older and you realize that kind of stuff really does not matter like mm-hmm. what a person if a person is wearing designer stuff if a, if a person is very attractive with this long pretty hair mm-hmm. but their insides were just it just they didn't i'm not talking bad about them but it just did not match Absolutely. my in, like the kind of person that i am and the kind of people that i actually wanted to be associated with i get it and so 
Um, so I believe now you're 40. Mm-hmm. I'll be turning. Well, I'm, a little, I'm 42. <laughs> you're 42. Well, and um, and so talk now, about it. No, I'm it's not. It's a blessing. No, I'm not. Someone's having a big birthday. No, I'm not. Well, you. Well, I'll, so okay. I'll, I'll, you, you pull my leg. I'll be 40 in June. <laughs> <laughs> 40 plus 10 um and and i think now the people that god has put in my life are the people that will be with me even mm-hmm. when you know i'm like oh when you're like visiting hours are over, <laughs> visiting hours are over. <laughs> when i'm sitting in some fabulous nursing home somewhere yeah, yeah. um so i think you i think your friendships change as you're mm-hmm. As your life and your and decades situations mm-hmm. that go on make things change, um, so I believe God did that for the both of us. Yeah. Um, but but a good loyal and and don't be don't be so people say oh good friends are hard to find and you got to keep your old friends and no new friends. I just don't believe in that. I don't believe in that either. I, I don't believe in that. You got to be open. You have to be open. You have to be open mm-hmm. because how long have you known? all of these amazing people that really there's it's obvious there's a connection yeah but these are people that you just met what in the last how many years five yeah. years ten yeah. years five, yeah absolutely yeah these are not people that you know these relationships like it takes a while to evolve like for instance it's with Whoopi. yeah um i did a makeover show for tv one that connected us a long time ago. It, it, it's just, it's a really weird situation. But anyway, we have a connection and I'm going to tell it on this show. So that's why I just pulled that story back. Okay. But the bottom line is we've, you know, she's invited me to her house in 2013 for Christmas. And I went last year for New Year's Eve. But really there was something special about this last New Year's Eve where it clicked. Yes. And so I think one thing I would say to the listeners and and if you followed someone for a long time and you find yourself in the same space as them or maybe there's something that you're working on together don't rush it you know what i mean it has to happen organically yes absolutely you can't force it no you can't force it no you Mm -hmm. cannot it's something that that's that's the thing it's something that happens organically and if it does not happen and there's there's something there's something about this energy and this spiritual walk and this connection and if there's not a connection don't force the connection don't force it. it's in the same for a relationship no absolutely absolutely not don't force it because what will happen you will find yourself either weeks months or years down the road and you're just like always combative always in a situation you're like well how did i even get myself involved in this situation it's because you forced a relationship that should not have been there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing lately following you on social media. And if you want to check Darnell out on Instagram, he's at the Darnell, T-H-E-E, Darnell. But you've been kind of coming to little little things are happening in your life where you say, huh. Hey, y'all, I'm going to share a lesson with you. Like you were saying the other day about not being late or when you say you're going to do something, do it. Like there's there's these things that are happening in your life. When you... Your your word is so important. Mm-hmm. Your name, <laughs> your name is your word. Yeah. Your word is your name. Yeah. And if you say you're going to do something, even if you don't want to do it, you have to do it because you said you were going to do you it. You said you're going to do it. And so what is happening? People, people are just saying what people want to hear, and they don't mean it from their heart. They don't mean it. They have no intentions of doing what they say, and people are constantly being disappointed. But I understand that things happen and things, situations and things can change. Um, 
but you know if if you if you tell me that you're going to bring the the coke and the ginger ale and you show up without it mm-hmm. it's that's disappointing Absolutely. because i because you know what about people, people rely on you people re, people rely on you yeah. and what it does it makes another person uh, situation it's a it's an inconvenience Absolutely. because that means someone's going to stop what they're doing or someone that's already bringing the ice mm-hmm. I, and I'm using these things as an example. Absolutely, if someone is already bringing the ice, then you, then they have to go back and go pick up the coke and ginger ale because you just decided that you know you're going to come and uh, you know what else has been ticking me off. Yeah, what? T- <laughs> Tell me. I knew some, a couple of things been coming up. I'm like, and every time I'm like, well, let me call my brother and I, see what's going no, on. No, I'm trying. And it's not, and listen, it's, it's not, it, it's not mandatory. I have plenty. It's not mandatory. But um, as you go into the new decade, you really, there's certain things and at a certain age, you just have to, you just have to kind of pull back or cut off. Um, I have a relative who's amazing. He's an amazing young guy. Um, he's actually one of my favorite cousins. And I made sure that he had a safe haven. He can always come to me. You always have to have that relative or that yeah, friend. You do. That you can come to their house and you can go in the refrigerator. Okay. That, that means yeah. we're close. Oh, absolutely. Anytime I can go to your house and go in your refrigerator, mm-hmm. you come to my house, that means mm-hmm. we have a great relationship. Absolutely. We're close. But everybody needs that person. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a person that you can go to their home and you can go in their refrigerator. <laughs> um, and, I made, and I made it that comfortable for him. And um, and I try. He's twenty seven. Yes. And um, and I try to every now and again not preach to him, but just tell him there are certain things that a twenty seven year old should. You're a man now. You are a grown man. Yeah. And and, and even though you're still in your twenties, so that's the only reason why I'm still holding on. Mm-hmm. But you're 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 uh, you're approaching thirty. There are certain things I believe that a twenty seven year a twenty seven year old man should have. You should have a job. You should have um, an apartment, whether it's a studio apartment. It may not be the best neighborhood. It may not be the best place, but it's your place. Mm -hmm. Um, And you need to have a form of transportation. Mm -hmm. And if you if you have never had these things at 27, I'm kind of forming in my head that you are a zero. Okay. And I don't want to form that in my head. But the reality is nothing from nothing zero from zero zero it's nothing that can come come out of it and so when he comes over he he goes to my bar and he always pours a half of cup of remy martin sop okay he pours and that was something my that would piss my father off you remember i told you the story about my father he was like who are these people yeah they come over and they pour hell cups of liquor i mean where did you find these people from yeah and um and so in a situation like that, and I need you all, and I need you to help me with that. Okay, in a situation like that, how do you I'm really the family that he that we that we I I love him. Yes. And no one of my other, none of my relatives really deal with him like that because I guess they look at him as being kind of like a zero. Okay. But how do you how do you help? Or how do you pull back? I mean, what's what's the next step going into twenty twenty with that? situation i believe it is okay and it is fine and it's healthy to set expectations and to be very open and verbal and communicative with your expectations of people especially as it relates to them coming into your home or coming into your space you know i have um a young man that that works for me and 
he's just the way he communicates with me on text is the way he communicates with his friends. Yeah. And I just told him, okay, the expectation for me with the way you communicate with me is you talk to me this way. Whatever you do out there in the streets is completely your business. And I think that that's fantastic because but we don't have that kind of relationship. relationship yeah. Um, now you bring it to to family. I I have sensed in my own family there's been a division separation. There's some stuff going on okay. that needs to be fixed. And when I sat quietly with myself to try to figure out what that is, the only thing I came up with is. No one's really talking to each other in an honest, way. open way. Yeah. The communication has broken down. Yeah. So, you know, Darnell, you know, you have a way of communicating with people and saying things and, and making people, putting them in a place where they can receive that. I think that's a gift that you have. Yeah, but he's so young, and I'd say. But actually, it, he's not at twenty-seven. I know. I've been living out of the house <laughs> for know. ten years at twenty-seven. No, me too. Me too. And and like I just, but I always want him to feel like he has a place to go. Like, um, I don't know. If Does I'm he bring anything to the house when no, he comes? No, no, it's but it's not. Does he work? No. He doesn't. No, he he he. No. How does he, he survive? He, he lives has, with his mom. No, he has he. <laughs> he couch surfs. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even do that. He's good looking. He always stays clean. He he has he he, oh, he, has, he, girlfriends? he has girlfriends. Okay. And um and I just be trying to explain to him like that's not you know you can still have girlfriends but <laughs> and then I sometimes I feel guilty because when I was much younger. <laughs> I had a sugar daddy. I did. I mean, I'm just wondering. You know, I heard about that. I had an amazing sugar daddy. Can I tell you something? What? You know, when I first met you, I was like, God, how's he? He's got a bar. <laughs> he's got all this stuff. He's got these people running around working for him. He's always in a new velvet suit. I had a, I had a sugar daddy. Someone told me that. Yeah. Now, were you in a real relationship? I was in a real relationship. He was, he was 25 years older than I. And he lived in another city. He lived in New York City. Okay, now see the final piece of the puzzle. Uh, now, my mom accident. and I discussed this last yeah. week, and she was like, well, ah, so I said, well, his father collects furniture. And I, she said, but how did he get all this stuff? And I said, well, he got his stuff from his father, and then you yeah. know, he worked for a long time. But I said, he really doesn't want to work too much. And she said, but she kept asking. I said, he had a sugar daddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sponsor. I had a Well, you know, enough of that. But... <laughs> Well, it's, yeah. but listen, I, I don't judge anything or judge anyone. But yeah. even with the sponsor, mm -hmm. you know, I had mentors and I had aunties and uncles just like, okay, now you can keep going up Neiman Marcus and spending $10,000 yeah. and $20,000 if you want. You know, you might want to talk, call your uncle. He, he has some properties he's trying to sell. Yeah. So, so even in the midst of me even doing that, mm -hmm. I was able to, I was smart enough to, you know, collect a couple pieces here and there in real it. estate and and now live pretty comfortable yeah. comfortable mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. the without the sugar daddy. I love it. Um, you know, so I think the question is in twenty twenty. Yes, come on. How do we do this? People that we love, do we do we do we tell them the truth and give them an ultimatum and leave them where they are? Or do we kinda just let them be and just kinda still pull them up, pull them up as much as we can? I think 2020 um, is the perfect time to take our lives back. And that's for everybody out there. Yeah. Because, you know, especially you go into the new year after the holidays, you've had Thanksgiving with your family. You've had Christmas with your family. You're giving gifts. You're putting out, putting out, putting out. 
it's a perfect time to figure out what you need to do for you. Yeah. So for me, I'm pulling back a little bit. I mean, I love my family and yeah. there's nothing that's going to come between my mom and I, but I can't be like part of the thing my mom loves about me is when I when I do well, I'm just such a a better person to be around. Yeah. My attitude's great. Like I'm not good when nothing's happening for me. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But in order to create that opportunity for myself, I can't be sitting up under my mama every week. Yes. You know, you just can't. Yes. You, you can't have it both ways. I agree. I couldn't have uh, a cousin popping into my house, sitting on my sofa. I, that energy, that stagnant energy doesn't help me to keep pushing this thing forward. I agree. I just don't want to, I don't want to because I know me and mm-hmm. everyone knows if you don't know know me my face kind of tells stories in my my facial until dr batar gets it it tells tells so many stories (laughs) and i just don't want to start looking at him like a loser yeah because i i have a way and and it's not it's not judging or anything like that and 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 it's and oh god the the worst the worst form of a loser is a person that has all the potential in the world um good looking smart um, have you? Ever, and I've been walking in the streets. I've been seeing a lot of amazing, uh, good-looking people that are like street bombs, and you're just like, "Well, how the hell did you? Bec- <laughs> how did you? How did you become a street person?" I don't think uh, I they, look that close. They, well, I mean, I talked to, I, no, and I talked to. A I've lot. seen some. I, actually, yesterday when I was doing my volunteer work, um, I was I was at one of the past one of the places, and there was this really good-looking. Uh, uh, pretty guy had really pretty straight hair and i looked at him i said oh my god i see you're so gorgeous are you mixed with something and he said he said no he's not mixed with anything but he was actually standing out there with a, with the cup and then I, it, I i went and gave my flowers but when i got back into my vehicle i thought about it i was like how do you how do you be how how's a good looking person out here with with the cup well, to me, I, it just makes it even worse when you're really a, a, a pretty person out there and you're just hmm. a, and you're just living like a bum. I don't think that the looks have anything to do with it, although... Well, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm a little superficial when it comes to looks. I think you are. Yeah. I think you are. But I guess that's how, that's how your cousin is sustaining off of his looks. So I guess... <laughs> I, guess, I, guess it, it runs, I guess it runs in the family. Yes, I guess no, it no, no, no. But in, it, but yeah. in all But in all, in all honesty, mm-hmm. it's just like in 2020, I, I, you know, but you're right. I do need to have that. I'm like, come on, come on, cuz you're going to have to pull it together because I, I want to, I want to look at you in a very respectful. Yeah. It's nothing like when you look, like when I look at you mm-hmm. and I look at like my friends who are doing their thing, I'll be like, I, got, I mean, my friends are bad. You know, yeah. I'll be bragging yeah. on my friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, oh. I was like, we, well, we're going over this person's house there. And they were like, oh, are you talking about the person live up on that top of that hill? Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the tippy top. <laughs> you, talk, you talking about the person, oh, my. Oh my God, because when people come over, they were just like, oh, my God, Donna, I can't come over your house because you always want to force champagne, Dominic. Well, duh, we're going to celebrate and we're going to drink a lot of champagne. Yeah. So you really want to have friends that like kind of just be like, oh, my God, that you can actually. I mean, that's just yeah. me. I no, love I friends that I can brag on. I but really when do. You love someone. You want them not just how you see them, but you want them to see themselves so, in that way. Yes. And the only way to get them there is to have those difficult conversations. Yeah. You know, I really don't like when when you don't know what someone's working on and then people come and say, you know what you should do? Well, first of all, hold up. Yeah. You know, that that is a conversation 
I only give people that kind of advice really when they ask me. Yeah. Um, but if I saw a friend or a family member that was like this person, aimless, doesn't have a job, you know, he comes over, he's drinking the liquor, he's sitting around, you know that it's caused issues with the rest of the family. I mean, at that point, it's time to have a little intervention. Yeah. You know, you've had a good time, you've had a good run, now what? Yeah. Now what you going to do? And on the flip side of that, I I want I do want to see him and I want because he's young and I know I'm old school and I don't want him I want to lay my eyes on him at least two or three times out of a week to make sure that he's not out in the streets doing something crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um so I always make sure that you know I'm always cooking anyway. Um so on the flip side of it, I don't want it to appear like he it's not like he just comes over like he likes to be out he hangs out or whatever so when he comes over i do want him to come over Mm -hmm. but i want to make sure that 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 he is getting it kind of like i I do want to have the conversation with him about look you know because i need you like have you have you been out looking for a job or do you do you want to go back and finish your schooling um or you know or, you know, D.C. have so many different programs. Like, I just want him to get involved in yeah. something. Because if you have your own, and this is another lesson I think people need to learn. There's God bless the child that has his own. Even with all that, all of those wonderful gifts that I received years ago when I was a youngster mm-hmm. uh, and having a sugar. <laughs> 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 but, it, but it's nothing. It's, yeah. it's nothing, nothing like, like having your own. Oh, wow. Isn't it the most wonderful feeling? I wrote a stand-up <laughs> show over the holiday that, that I entitled... Um, when the twink becomes a sugar daddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, talking is... about myself. Oh, what well, does that because mean? I used to be like the the cute little you know guy that was the cute guy that was the I know that the was youngster the partner of the now I'm the sugar daddy. Oh, well, I'm, not... I'm definitely the sugar daddy now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, and, and no, look, don't get any ideas, people. <laughs> I'm not taking on it. <laughs> but you know, because at a certain point, you like to do things your way and. And to be honest, I'm much more comfortable in this role. I'm because okay. I, I am can, so comfortable in this role. Hey, I'm I'm going my own way. You the got, person that holds the gold, mm-hmm. darling, makes the rules. Yeah. When my partner left me, and it was a very we, we it was fine. Mm-hmm. I was when I turned thirty, I knew that it was going to be a problem. Okay, because he liked the little young. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So when I turned 30, even though it was very, it, we were still pretty much together, but we weren't together. Yeah. I mean, but I still had access to everything. Yeah. Okay. And so when I found out that he had a new partner and found out the partner was 22. Oh, my goodness. Or 23, you know, I was like, okay, well. And he was 55 or oh, something Oh, he was like much that. older. He yeah. was probably... Well, he I'm was 25 30. years yeah, old, so, he, so was, he was 55. He was more like 57, maybe 57, okay. 50, 57, 58. Wow. And, and his partner. And his Is new, he living still? He's still living. He's, wow. I mean, he's great. And we talk, I mean, still. and Okay, for the new partner, make sure you get everything you need to get before you turn 30. Because at 30, he, you're, you're just, out. <laughs> at 30, you're out. Expiration dating. But it's nothing wrong no. with that. You have to know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not complaining. You had a you, good run. I, what, 20 to 30? I, oh, it was from like 19 to maybe to 30. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I'm talking about, I mean, for people who've known me for a long time, I have lived an amazing 
life and I ain't really done sh- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean so right. so again mm-hmm. ag- but again but even with that being said you have to be smart enough God bless the child in 2020 let's just let's just make plans to kind of just have our own stuff absolutely have, have, your, have your own stuff collaborate mm-hmm. collaborate that's actually yeah I'll talk on that for a moment yeah. because that's so interesting um, everything is coming into clear view in 2020. Yes. Okay, that's really what this is all about, alignment. But for me, as a creative person, my mom used to tell me, you know, your best friend is your laptop. You know, just keep it between you and your laptop. And, and it's good advice in a way. But the other side, that that concept has to evolve. Yes. And for me, the reason why things are kind of moving and popping and there's phone calls and lawyers and meetings and contracts is because I'm taking all that stuff out of my computer and I'm like, I can't get this all the way there to 100 where it needs to be on my own. Yes. Maybe I wrote a script. Maybe I came up with a concept. Maybe I've developed a product. Maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe I've got it to 50%, 70%, 85%. You know what I need? I need to collaborate. I need to pull people in. Cut them in because everybody needs to keep the lights on. Absolutely. And and that's how things get to the finish. I mean, it's interesting. I saw a post that Tyler Perry did in much respect to Tyler Perry. I absolutely adore his work ethic and, and I admire him and look up to him. But he he did a post showing that um, all the scripts that he wrote in 2019. And he said, you know, most shows have a writer's room and he does not. Most shows have a writer's room with 10 writers and they all pitch in and write the show. He writes every one of his scripts from start to finish by himself, solely alone. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, that's a special kind of person that well, can do I that. Well, I don't know. Because that, that uh, what's that one? The, uh, what's that the one? The haves that, and the have-nots? Oh, Which one? it's horrible. It's, oh, oh boy. <laughs> did he write that? <laughs> you did. That's his oh show. Oh, my God, Tyler. I love you. I admire you. I think you are amazing. But I really think that you should hire some writers for that. You because I, I used to like that show. Okay. But when it came on Tuesday, when it came on the other day, the, the new one, I was so disappointed. It's just, it's so, it's not good. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, your honesty. Is, yeah. You know, I don't watch. So that's I, my, I, Tyler, that's mine. Tyler Perry, I really, I really want you to, and I'm just little old Darnell, but I really want you to think about having someone help with that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it, it, if it's let me tell you something, I don't care how rich I get. Yeah. I don't care how much money I have and I don't care how fabulous you think I am. Darling, if you see me walking down the street and there's some tissue hanging off the side of my shoe, I want you to Let tap me, me on my little shoulder and I want you to say, sweetie, can you please take there's some tissue on the back of your foot? Sure. So I want to be that person. So whatever I tell you, I'm, yeah. it's not coming from any kind of place. I don't get oh, no absolutely. money from it. I don't do I just I like I like for people to know the truth. Just from my own opinion. Well, you know, and Darnell, we're always evolving. And something that worked for you 20 years ago when you only had one play or two plays or three plays or one TV show or maybe one movie a year when you, you know, for someone like him that has built this empire. Yes. And you have several new, you have tons of movies coming out. You have six different TV series going at once. 
it's hard to keep that stuff hot. It's hard to keep it hot. And you're no longer traveling doing them, them chilling circuit plays. Right. You're, you're in a whole nother. The audience has evolved. Your, your audience have evolved. And you're in, you are in a different place. And it's nothing wrong with being in a different place. We, something my, my stepmom told me years ago, the hardest part about change is change. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you can you can be so used to doing things. I'm so used to you remember we had, we were having a conversation about a party that we're doing in the upcoming yes. weeks, and you were like, um, you were like, well, I'm a, tell me what you need. I'm gonna get a staff to do this. I'm da 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 da. And then I told you, I said, no, I, said, I can do all of that. I could do all of that. And then I came back to you, mm-hmm. and I said to you, I was like. No, you're right. I can use the staff. Why would I? Why would I set up a whole dinner party for forty people? Yeah. When when someone has offered me a staff Absolutely. to basically help me, you know, set the table, take the linens out. But again, I'm used to doing it. Yes. I'm used to doing yeah. it. But as we evolve, as we go through 2020, as we go into 21, 22, you know, you see me and I'll be somewhere. I'll make him a darling. Please make sure that that, <laughs> sweetie, make sure that that linen over there is white yes. and, and take that one off. You know. You're good at that ch- anyway. Well, change is, vi- change is very important. But the hardest part about change is change. 2020, I'm, we just, let's, let's yeah. just make that change. Make that change. I like all that. I really do. I would just, when you were saying that, I just thought back on some of my great aunts and watching them. Um, my my great aunt Thelma. Yes, you know that I, I met that, yes. Aunt Thelma, and she passed, she just passed away not that long ago. But her sisters, Jean and Gwen, and my aunt Mary, great aunt Mary, and my great aunt Barbara. You know, these women, I grew up watching them cook and and prepare on such a level and I thought it was normal until other friends would come around or something, and yeah. they would be like, uh, what? "Who are we feeding here?" Like yeah. an art, like you know, <laughs> yes. And everything was so perfect. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, as as they're getting older now, I'm seeing how that broke them down. Yes, you know, I mean, Aunt Thelma died at seventy nine. That's not old, uh, you know. That's but that's a good age. Is that a good age? Yeah, I don't know. It felt young to me. That's a good age. Yeah, I think it's young. But in the when 70s. you say broke them down. Will you stay up? I mean, I think that because they take on so much. I mean, you're cooking for 40, 50 people. You, they would go through the night yeah. cooking. Like, so if, if they had a Christmas dinner, they might start prepping on the 23rd, but they would be up through the night, through the 23rd, you know, take a little nap I in the know. morning. All we day. Enjoy it. No, <laughs> we enjoy it. You don't think it's like a... No, it's not. It's, not, it's no, breaking no, 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 you no, no, down? No. No, no, not at all. That's they just seemed do. like they were on their last leg, no, but you couldn't stop that, them. That, they would that, have their brown liquor. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, and 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 it's community, it's family, mm-hmm. and and it, people. I enjoy it. I, I I definitely enjoy it, and especially when you all are over, because now again, we I, like I tell you, we celebrate all the time, and I'll be in the kitchen. You know, my kitchen is open to my living room, dining room. I'll be in the kitchen cooking, and then. Some of them may come in like, you know, you may help you cut an onion or something, but I enjoy it. It's, it's something it's, it's something about cooking. Yeah. 
and especially when you cook with love. Yeah. I think we had that conversation with the, uh, who was the chef that was here? Carla Hall. With Carla. Yeah. It's something about cooking with love. It doesn't break you down. Actually, it feeds your soul. It really does. It does. It, fe- it feeds your soul. And if you have an auntie that lived to 70, to be 79. I don't know. I yeah. said, let's push it further. I don't know. 79. Yeah. My mom's going to be 70. She's so young, she seems to me. I know. And, uh, speaking of that, Donnie, did you say you're going to do an after party after mm. dinner for your 70-year-old mom? Yeah. Are they going to be up? Yeah, she drops it like it's hot at 70. <laughs> my, mom, my mom likes to party. Well, what do you think? Because I haven't put, we've been doing so much for Christmas and New Year's and all of that. And her birthday is January 11th, so it comes right after Christmas. So my options are I could take my mom. We could, first of all, go to her house again and we could do a nice dinner. My sister, my nieces and I and all that kind of stuff. But I mentioned that to her yesterday and she, she had a fine reaction like, oh, okay. Take her to dinner. Take her out, bring her to D.C., take, put her up at a hotel. Take her to dinner, yeah. bring her, take her to dinner, and then if you guys decide if she wants to still hang out, then you can either come over to my place. So Marie and Roger, they offer their place in yeah. their wine cellar. Um, that would be a little late. I don't know if they will still – but you said she'll be up and she'll be fine with it. So you're offering your place. Yeah, we can we can pull something together. I think your place would be nice for cocktails. Yeah, we can do something Okay, together. well, that's what it is. Thank y'all for <laughs> – <laughs> Sydney, for, you for heard sa- him say it, right? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Saturday, Saturday the 11th is Karen Lake's – my friend Karen Lake's birthday, and we've already promised I'm going to dinner with her. But I can meet up with you all after dinner. You see how and quickly that changes something. people. But but I'm just saying. But don't don't. I mean, we literally just we we've done a lot during during the holiday. I mean, yeah. we literally just got a break last week. I'm, yeah. And actually, I'm still I still have invitations all the way up until the fifteenth. Wow. Of January. Because people are holiday parties. Well, well people celebrate No, it. but people are celebrating twenty twenty. Wow. People are celebrating celebrating the new year. Um, December and January is just a very packed uh, situation. So I would not go through a whole lot. Take her to a lovely dinner and write her a check. I know I know Mom Vera, darling. She's yeah. not Aunt Vera. My mom, I, I know, I know yeah. Brenda. She's going to write her a cute little check, take yeah. her to dinner, and she's going to be grinning from ear to ear. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, so maybe I'll take her over to Marcel's for a nice dinner. That'll be perfect. In D.C. We'll have that. Um, and then we'll do a little meetup afterwards for well, cocktails. And then you call me and let me know where you all are, and then I'll just meet you there. That sounds good to me. That yeah. sounds great. So the ultimate host, What uh, you're talking about these New Year's parties, like what makes a good New Year's party? You have to go all out like you did before no, Christmas. No, you want to be around people More of a that celebration. You, you right? want to be around people that you really adore and that you love and you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And whatever you, you can celebrate on, whatever your budget is, it can Absolutely. be a spaghetti dinner with, with spaghetti and sauce salad and, and garlic bread, or it can be lamb chops and and a little chef coming in with a demonstration. I mean, you just celebrate. Yeah. Do whatever, do what you do whatever your money allows, but share. Share whatever you can share. If you have a $100 budget, you have $1,500 budget. Share and make sure that wherever and whoever you come across, they feel great energy and they feel the love from you. And that goes a long, long way. It really does. It does. That's what I love about this unqualified hostess book that she did because it shows you how to do that. Like you're talking about on a budget. Of course, we're all on a budget. I mean, it's been crazy. Well, we holidays. are. Well, 
we all are not on a budget. Well, some people out there aren't, but we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we yeah, absolutely but some, but some are. of you all are. Now, I know we got some rich folk out there listening. Uh, we, this is not for you. This is not for this you. This is not for you. But call us. <laughs> but call us. We're, we're certainly open to, uh, you know, a collaboration here. Actually, you know, if you do have a business that you'd like to promote on the Paul Wharton Show featuring the fabulous Darnell Perkins, um, please reach out to us, Paul at PaulWhartonStyle.com. Um, and for all of our latest features in food and travel and entertaining, you can also catch that on PaulWhartonStyle.com. Darnell and I did a really fun video the other day talking about what we're going to be doing in 2020. And if you ever want to see our faces and see us interacting together, which you will see more of in 2020, you can also check that out on my YouTube channel, uh, the Paul Wharton YouTube channel. So I want to give a shout out to the Bitar Institute. The new year is a perfect time to pull yourself together. And Dr. George Pratar and Dr. Larry Lichtstein are the fabulous uh, team to do it for you. Uh, they do everything from plastic surgery to skin care to all sorts of non-surgical injections and Botox and things like that. You can check them out at batarinstitute.com and let them know that the Paul Wharton Show sent you for 15% off of your first visit. Also, SteerEV.com, that is the Netflix of cars. And you see me in these fabulous Teslas? Well, you can subscribe and drive by simply downloading the Steer app and then putting in code PAUL250 for $250 off your activation fee. My brother, my brother. It was wonderful seeing you again in the new year oh, and kicking off our year together. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> We're going to have an amazing year. We are going to have the best year. We are wishing that for you as well. We're wishing you love. We're with, wishing you faith. We're wishing you gratitude and forgiveness. Yes. Make it happen this year. Yes. Make this your year. Absolutely. All right, guys. Love you guys. Bye-bye, darling. Bye. Strong mind, the inner goddess you will find. Iconic homes, celebrity faces, TV shows, and exotic places. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together.